0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast of the Swine Disease Reporting System, system number 18. My name
1: is Daniel Linhares at Iowa State. Hello, my name is Giovanni Trevisan from Iowa State.
0: Hi, my name is Edison from Iowa State. And uh, today we ha- we are going to discuss, we have a, a brand new web page. we have new content. So first part of this podcast, we're going to talk about the new organization of the of the report and of the the web page so and starting today thanks to to Edison here in addition to the audio uh, report we will we'll also have uh, have available a screen and audio report uh, where we in addition to the audio we we captured the the reports that we're talking about here in the screen so the Swine Disease Reporting System, the way we, we are organized, uh, as you can see, described in the report and the webpage, is the Swine Disease Reporting System uh, consists of multiple projects that aggregates data from partici- participating VDLs in the United States. And so one component uh, of, the, of the, dom- the Swine Disease Reporting System is the domestic uh, disease monitoring program and, uh, and uh, which is, uh, aggregates data from four participating VDLs, Iowa State, Minnesota, uh, South Dakota, and Kansas State, and we report data for PERS, uh, coronaviruses, and mycoplasma pneumonia detection by, by PCR-based uh, methods, right? And then we report that in the, as part of the Domestic Disease Monitoring Program. In addition to that, the Swine Disease Reporting System also has some VDL-specific projects. And at this moment, we have coming out from Iowa State uh, VDL data, uh, a disease diagnosis system, which reports uh, disease, which is beyond just detection of the agent by PCR. In this report, see here, a diagnosticians take into account all the Diagnostic tests that were done and the, all the information that had in, the, in the, the submission form And come up with diagnosis And each time the diagnosticians come up with diagnosis They use, uh, they tag the case with uh, specific DX codes or diagnostic codes And we use the, those codes to report um, disease detection by system Respiratory, digestive, systemic and and others, as you can see. And we're gonna talk more about this later in the last page of the report today. In addition to the disease diagnosis system, we also report uh, the first virus RFLP, patterns over time, geographic space, age category, so on and so forth. Um, And there is, a. in addition to that, there is a, a program to report influenza A virus monitoring over time. That's the FluShare platform led by Dr. Garger at Iowa State. And there are some alert systems that are embedded in the reports. Those alert systems are ways to statistically ask the question, is there any significant change in pattern of disease detection at any given point in time? And when there is, we'll share that with, with uh, you all. So that's an overview of the swine disease reporting system and the and the pieces of uh, um, uh, how how is it how it's uh, structured. So coming back to the report, we're gonna start discussing here the first page, which is the the purse uh, RNA detection over time, right? And just forgot to mention that all these uh, redesigned web. Uh, the webpage and the reports—they are all available in the new website, uh, which is available at www.fieldepi.org/sdrs. So again, fieldepi.org/sdrs. So page one, page one of the report, which is about detection of pers RNA by PCR. Giovanni, in this page here. As a summary, uh, similarly to what we discussed last month, it's uh, the take home is that PERS detection over time is in the lower lower band here of the predicted value based on historic data. So in other words, percentage of cases testing positive by PCR uh, for for PERS RNA, it's it's, uh, decreasing for all age categories here Uh, that we have in the report. And uh, we have some multiple factors that were pointed by the advisory council as potential contributors
1: for this lower
0: detection of PERS. Do you want to talk about those?
1: Yeah, a pretty good amount of factors have been pointed out as contributing for the lower percentage of PERS results in this year. between all of those factors there is a, a good belief that increased herd immunity and a lower number of sow farms breaking have been contributing for lower number of piglets sending out to the farm and have in the number of uh, purse virus positive in grow uh, in the growth site associated with that a better compliance with biosecurity practices have been helping. Uh, And new technologies like adoption of uh, air filtration technology, the use of feed additives to mitigate the spread of enteric coronavirus may have been contributing for lower uh, virus spread via uh, feed ingredients. And there is a high number of uh, herds that have been using the PERS-MLV vaccine. And these have been pointed out as a potential contributor for reduce the pressure of PERS virus wild type circulating in the field. So those are a, a large uh, number of factors that have been pointed out. As I said, there is no one single factor that is uh, taken by everybody as the major ones, but a contribution of multiple factors. That's Yeah, that's that's interesting. A lot of points here. So in, in summary,
0: per detection lower may be due to improved biosecurity, including air filtration package and, uh, and feed biosecurity, and also due to may be, be better herd immunity, including increased use of MLV vaccination in breeding herds, right? Or perhaps even in growing pigs. Anything else from this page, from related to PERS that you worth to uh, mention? No, that's it for this month. Okay, so moving to page two. Page two is about detection of enteric coronaviruses by PCR. And if I understand right here, Giovanni, the summary of this page is detection of PED, Delta coronavirus, and TGE. all 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 those are uh are also in the lower band of within the predicted band and so also going down uh, compared to
1: uh previous previous months right that's correct and one interesting factor for these agents is that the number of cases and the percentage of positive results weekly Tested weekly during the July was very similar. That was not one week that had more number of cases, or the other one that was with lower number of cases.
0: Mm-hmm. And you highlight here that TGE. We've been discussing about this, but the among uh, to, uh, over 2,400 cases tested, only
1: two were tested positive by, for positive for TGE. Yeah, that, that's really correct. Important. We have been monitoring this agent, and these in. Impressive! How is very low the number of cases that we have been detecting the last few years?
0: Yeah. All right. Good. Good opportunity for the swine industry to uh, tackle hard that virus. Okay. Moving to page three. Page three of the report, monthly report, is about detection of mycoplasma high uh DNA by PCR. And similar to PERS, similar to the coronaviruses, has been has been a quiet month. Uh, detection within the predicted band. It's uh. It, it's uh. It, it has been uh, that way uh, for a number of months now,
1: right? So right. any anything else to report from this page? No, I don't have any additional information for mycoplasma. Yeah, just a, a curiosity here uh, I,
0: I'm amazed how if you look at the the delta coronavirus the the p d the mycoplasma and the purse two uh, uh, it is amazing how the observed percentage of positive value is falling within the the forecasted by by the cyclic regression model right so it has been really useful to understand in this case here, Mycoplasma, for example. It is, is slightly up compared to previous month, but as expected, exactly where expected
1: uh, based on the, on the predicted value. Yeah, that's correct. We have been using this model predicting from three previous years. So that's a task that is not easy to do, but they have been providing some information and the real detection on the upcoming year has been very closely related with the uh, predicted value. Okay, so let's
0: move to the all-new swine. Uh, t- so to the all-new disease diagnosis report. Right. So that's a completely new, remodeled report. And so we may want to start by
1: describing what it is about and how did you put that together, Giovanni? This page, uh, this new tool that we have been uh, working since last year. Uh, Prior was a pilot with enteric, respiratory, and CNS agents, and now we have been uh, providing information of eight new uh, dashboards. They are based on the physiologic system, and this have been this idea has been developed since the last year. With a major contribution from Dr. Ken Schwartz and Eric Burrough from I State, where they have been seeing a lot of value of organizing these diagnostic codes in a standardized format that will allow us to capture historic information and going forward to the future, when the diagnosticians are going to close the case based on their interpretation, they are going to assign these diagnostic codes. And we can keep track on the future of these diseases so far uh, for this moment we are presenting the dashboard but next month we are going to look for apply some algorithms for the disease detection and monitor when is normal or is abnormal the detection of some agents so it it's a major contribution. Now it has the information about single agent detection. You can find agent about multiple detection, for example, how many times per and influenza was captured at uh, respiratory cases. Uh, there is a bunch of information that you can pull out from this dashboard. As it is new, it's normal to have a lot of question how it is organized and anyone is welcome to contact us and ask questions, how can be used, what's the information behind of that. At the first moment, when you see, looks a little bit scary to understand everything that's behind, but it, we understand that it's a useful information to for the VDL clients and producers to have, and compare their own data set with this one, and monitor disease detection over time. and be aware of something different is going to happen. So we are going to discuss more deeply next month this information about monitoring. All right, so you said it, I, I said it too,
0: but I'm gonna repeat the, because it's very important, the major difference between this page and the previous pages is that the previous pages, they report PCR detection, and which may or may not be associated with disease, right? But how, However, this report here, it takes into uh, account all the tests that were done, which may include PCR, histopathology, and other tests, bacterial culture, so on and so forth, uh, along with the uh, historic uh, information shared by the sub- submitter to the diagnostician. diagnostician makes his or her interpretation, and assign disease uh, diagnosis. And th- that's what this page captures, the disease uh, diagnosis uh, based on all that information, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. And it's a very important point to take in mind. An agent detection is not the same as disease detection. Disease detection is taking consideration uh, historical information provided by diagnosis by the submission form. The uh, finds during the macroscopic or microscopic evaluation of the samples and the test result that was requested for that case. So when you put all those information together, the diagnosis has a perception and evidence to count that as a disease based on all of those evidence. It's not only a single PCR detection. Sometimes you can have a PCR detection or a culture that's, that's positive for some agent, but that's not uh, enough information to count a disease. Okay, so lots of information here on the disease diagnosis
0: report. Then we invite people to to play with this tool at the website fieldepi.org slash sdrs and people should just click on the disease diagnosis uh, system or report. Okay, and then so let's, next month we will come back to to this and get deeper in uh, in some of these uh, systems uh, and make the use of the alert system the statistical alert system to be able to help us uh understand what's what are the changes in pattern that are observed over time anything else giovanni edison no that's it on my side yep, that's so it. that's it thanks for uh Listening the report 18 of the Swine Disease Reporting System. We will be back next month. Thank you.